Be Wealthy and Smart, episode 345. into a world of wealth and financial freedom without budgets, boredom, or bosses on Be Wealthy and Smart. And now, here's your host, Linda P. Jones. Welcome to Be Wealthy and Smart. I'm Linda P. Jones, America's Wealth Mentor, empowering women and men worldwide to financial freedom. On today's show, we're going to talk about seven ways to develop a millionaire mindset. As you know, creating a wealthy mindset is step one to wealth. So today we're going to talk about somebody else's perspective of how to create a millionaire mindset. You've heard my perspective an awful lot, I'm sure. But now we're going to talk about someone else's perspective. And they are talking about this in terms of the best-selling book, Secrets of the Millionaire Mind by T. Harv Ecker. So we're going to talk about the seven ways he suggests you develop a millionaire mindset. And you might notice there's some similarities with what I've said and some overlap, but I thought he had some other good things to say too. So anyway, I'm going to share this article with you. I will, of course, post a link to it on my website if you'd like to see the whole article for yourself. And let's go. Here's the seven ways to develop a millionaire mindset. Number one, focus on what you want not on what you don't want. And the article says, did you know that when you call somebody on the phone, they miss about six first seconds of what you say? Or when you enter the aisle in a shop, you don't notice the first meter of shelves on your side. It's just how our senses work. We need a bit of time to adjust and start noticing and registering things. Let me come back to that in a bit. Ask any rich and successful man, and they will tell you about the power of positive thinking and visualization. They will tell you that you need to get clarity on what you want, and by doing so, you will start attracting all those things to your life. But here is a little trick. When you do it, you need to frame your dreams in a positive way. If you frame it in a negative way, you're going to attract the opposite. Why? Because don't and not are like those first six seconds on your call phone or the first meter in a shop. They just don't get noticed. So if your goal is to stay employed in times of crisis and layoffs, you need to keep thinking, I want to keep my job rather than I don't want to lose my job. But don't, being unnoticed, your wish turns into, I want to lose my job. And that's what you're going to attract. Number two, find a mentor and then copy them. Yes, copy. Don't try to reinvent the wheel. Too often we think to ourselves, oh, I can do it better. I'm going to do it my way. And then you try and you fail. If there is already a proven recipe for success, just copy and paste it. And if you still want to do things your way, then do it later after you become successful. For now, find somebody who inspires you. If you can, get in touch with them. See if you can get mentored by them. If not, then read their biography, follow their trainings, videos, articles, and any other content they give away. Well, I just want to stop there and say, of course, I've said find a mentor as well. And that's step three of the six steps to wealth. But I think their point is well taken here that if somebody can give you a little hand or a leg up or can teach you something, then that's absolute knowledge that you want to have. Number three, don't let your ego control you. In many times, we let our ego take over control of our behavior. 
when somebody hurts us, whenever we hear no to our request, whenever we get rejected, we start activating to protect our ego. We become proud. The problem with that is what our ego wants at such moments is rarely what's good for you in the long run. Imagine, for example, you found a person you want to mentor you. Excited and confident, you approach them and ask them if they will coach you, and they say no. No explanation, just a harsh no. How would you react? Fine then, no, you're going to regret it, you'll see, I'll find a better mentor than you. Yes, that will protect your ego, but is it going to help you? If this person really has a lot to teach you, and for whatever reason they don't or can't mentor you, then create your own reality in which you'll still be able to learn from them. Allow your pride to feel a bit hurt. It's about something much more important here. It's about you and your future success. Well, I'll just stop there for a moment and say, fortunately, today with the internet, we have so many ways that you can be mentored and you can listen to podcasts, you can read books, you can read blogs and get a lot of mentoring without having to actually have a live person with you. So I think for now, this is really a little bit dated maybe, because I think that there's lots of great ways to get mentoring and knowledge out there. Number four, treat yourself like your best friend. Have you noticed how you talk to yourself? Be honest, if your best friend talked to you like you talked to yourself, you wouldn't be friends. We're often rude to ourselves, demotivating, holding back. That's not the way to treat other people, so why would you treat yourself like that? Here's how to change it. Next time you hit the low, imagine that it's your best friend feeling that or your boyfriend, girlfriend, or a spouse. What would you tell them? Now say the same thing to yourself. And I'll just pause there and say, definitely self-talk is so important. But the reality is most of our self-talk is subconscious. So we're not even conscious of what we're saying to ourselves. It has been proven that the great majority of our feelings are negative. So definitely we want to not feel this negativity and we want to change that with positive thoughts. And the way to do that is through repetition of saying positive statements to yourself. So you can work on that and it's good to be aware of things, but like I said, most of the time we're not really aware of even our self-talk. So that's tough to do, but if you can do it then and you can catch it, then you can change it. Number five, there are no small successes. We all have big goals and once we achieve them, we feel like accomplishing a great success. We feel pride, happy, and satisfied. But what about everything on the way? What about when you got a taxi without waiting, or when you got upgraded to first class for free, or when you won a few dollars in the lottery? These are successes as well. There is no such thing as a small success or big success. There are no successes that are worth celebrating and those that are not. Every success of yours counts. All successes are big and they should all be celebrated. The size doesn't matter. Welcome small success and you'll notice how your day turns into one big continuous success. I'll stop there and say, well, that's a really interesting concept. I hadn't really thought a lot about that before, but I do like the fact that you're giving yourself positive reinforcement on a constant and consistent basis. So I'd have to say, okay, I think that's a good idea. Number six, the only time you grow is when you feel uncomfortable. You know that your mind likes to keep things the way they are, but if you keep doing the same things, you're going to have the same things. If you want to change what you have, then you're going to try something else. 
Here is a great quote from T. Harvecker. If you want to change the fruits, you have to change the roots. You have to get outside of your comfort zone to make changes. If you're not fully satisfied with what you now have in your life, then change something. Go out there and put yourself in situations where you feel uncomfortable. This is the only way to grow and learn. Next time you feel that clutching feeling in your stomach, think to yourself, I'm learning. I'm becoming a better person. I'm moving towards becoming richer and more successful. Rather than fear and fight discomfort, embrace it. I'll just stop there and say, wow, I so agree with this. And I have to say, getting out of your comfort zone is a major, major thing that has to happen in order to have success. I remember way long ago, when I was just getting started investing in individual stocks, I was really outside of my comfort zone. It felt really scary. And I learned to actually get used to that feeling and sort of embrace that feeling. And I remember consciously being outside of my comfort zone and feeling like, okay, I'm going to be all right. Everything's going to be all right. And really talking myself through it. So I think you do have to get uncomfortable to have success. And this is a really good tip. Number seven, stop over planning. Just do it. We sometimes think ourselves out of success. We want to do something and then we get to planning and we plan and we plan and we plan. In other words, we over plan. Here is a three-step suggestion for you. Ready, fire, aim. Yes, fire, then aim. We spend too much time aiming and we never fire. If you ever tried shooting, and if you haven't, do. It's a lot of fun. Then you know that the longer you aim, the more shaky your hand becomes. Rather than that, what you want to do is put your hands up fast, give a fast look at your target, and boom, fire. Any more than that, and you know you're going to miss. Well, I think that's an interesting idea. It's sort of along the lines of fail fast and don't really get discouraged from failure, but learn to redirect and redirect and redirect until you get on the right path. So, okay, I can go along with that too. So these were seven really interesting things that come from T. Harvecker. I think his book, Secrets of the Millionaire Mind, is a good book. If you haven't read it, I suggest it, and I'll leave a link to that on my website as well. Definitely you want to put these seven things into action, and I'll just summarize them again very quickly. Number one is focus on what you want, not on what you don't want. Number two, find a mentor. Number three, don't let your ego control you. Number four, treat yourself like your best friend. Five, there are no small successes. Six, the only time you grow is when you feel uncomfortable. And seven, stop over planning and just do. Well, I hope you enjoyed those seven rules to creating a millionaire mindset. I definitely think studying about how to get your mindset, thinking more wealthy and is step number one to wealth and so very important. So anything I can share along these lines with you, whether it's my information or someone else's information, I think is super important for you to study and just take it all in. So I hope that you found that interesting and enlightening today. If you haven't yet gotten my 11 quick financial tips to boost your wealth, you can get those at my website, lindapjones.com. There are 11 quick things anyone can do to get their wealth moving in the right direction. That's all for today. Until next time, live the good life and be wealthy and smart. 
Thank you for listening to Be Wealthy and Smart with Linda P. Jones. Share the wealth and tell your family and friends about the show. Check out our website, blog, and social media for more riches at www.bewealthyandsmart.com.